to the closing stretch. It is the US Open and the final day we're going to see action at the Country Club in Brookline. Now, what about a leaderboard for a Sunday for a major? They don't really get much better than this. I'm with Duncan and Neil from Golf Betting Club. And Neil, you were just saying one of the best Saturdays of action you've ever seen in a golf tournament. It was crazy. It's exactly what you want to watch as a, a viewer of golf. Um, the lead chopping and changing all the time. Morikawa started with it. And then uh, Sheffield looked like he was taking control of the event, didn't he? He, got, he took himself into a two-shot lead. And it was looking like it was going to go to three, but he just, he just imploded, basically. But it's that sort of course. There's just trouble around the corner, every, every hole. Um, and it actually started on the short par three 11th, didn't it? Um, he double-bogeyed that out of nowhere. And then yeah, you've got you've got Zalatoris finishing strong. Fitzpatrick finishes like a train, and then it looks like Ram's going to take the lead, but then he finishes with a double bogey. So it just it was just an incredible round and great to watch. Duncan, um, so the leaderboard is utterly stacked, and you'd expect nothing less from the final round of a major. But the great thing is, we have a real mix of guys who have won majors before, who are some of the best players in the world, and then guys that are still searching for their first win. And I'm looking at Will Zalatoris, who leads the leaderboard, and that's definitely not a sentence that is foreign to us. He <laughs> just always seems to be in contention in majors, doesn't he? Like, can we have a major where Will Zalatoris doesn't feature? You know, like he's just incredibly consistent, isn't he? Um, and, and you know, we tipped him up after the first round, so it's, it's obviously really pleasing for us to see him, you know, at the top uh, now. But you know, he certainly looks like a player. Who, he seems like he's ready to win one, doesn't he? You know, he's had enough chances. He's been in contention enough. Um, and at the PGA Championship, I think like we saw a kind of breakthrough from Will. It felt like that Justin Thomas won it, won that playoff didn't he? Rather than Will lost it in any way. Um, and I think Will could be ready to win win today. He's been so close for such a long time. And I think, as you say, because he contains in these big events all the time, you, you know that his first win is going to be one of these large tournaments. And it doesn't really come much bigger than the US Open, especially for Will being an American. Yeah, well, I've been saying to Duncan for the last few weeks, maybe months, that like, when Will Zalatoris wins that big event, you don't want to miss it. We want to be on it. And so, so even if he doesn't win this week, you'll probably find us backing him the next the next couple of majors because he is he is that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I just think I was looking at the odds today, and Matt Fitzpatrick is actually favourite by um, quite quite a fair distance. He's ten to three, whereas you can get nine to two on Will Zalatoris, and I just don't see that much of a gap. And uh, their abilities. I know Matt will come on to Fitzpatrick, and I know he's improved massively, and he's got that experience from the PGA as well. I just think they're at, they're at fairly similar levels at the moment, and I would expect to see the odds a lot closer. Well, I mean, that's obviously in Will's favour, the fact that he maybe hasn't been able to close out a tournament yet meaning that the odds are a little bit higher and we all know that it's coming at some point. So, Duncan, let's work down the leaderboard a little bit. So, Will on minus four, tied with Matt Fitzpatrick. And he was hotly tipped heading into the week. He won the 2013 US Amateur at the Country Club. He is playing the best golf of his career, coming off top five at the PGA, top 10 at the RBC Canadian Open and, and four other top 10s this season. His stats are incredible. He's another one that seems to be in contention all the time right now. Yeah, absolutely. He leads the field in strokes gain tee to green uh, for the first three rounds. So he, he is playing exceptionally well. And he was playing exceptionally well, you know, at the PGA Championship as well, where he went into the final round in second place. 
Um, and I think it was really interesting that, that the interviews yesterday, both Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris talked about having the confidence and the belief that they could win one of these events. Um, you know, Fitzpatrick hadn't really been in contention in a major up until the PGA Championship last month. And he performed really poorly in the final round. You know, let's not get away from it. He said he didn't have his best game, but he was poor and, you know, he slipped down the leaderboard uh, and he wasn't a factor towards the end. So it'll be interesting to see how much he's learned from that experience. Um, Zalatoris, on the other hand, has obviously been in contention for a number of majors now. And, and you do kind of have to wonder whether that extra experience of a Sunday uh, will go in Zalatoris' favour. Um, and I think that probably Zalatoris has the edge over Fitzpatrick uh, from that point of view, even if Fitzpatrick does have the positive memories of his of his 2013 uh, US, uh, US amateur win. Yeah, OK. So the, the odds that we're getting for the two of them this Sunday, are you taking either of them? No, we, we won't be taking either. Um, like Duncan said, we're on Zalatoris at 22 to 1. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> say I hadn't had a bet um, all week and I was looking at this leaderboard, I would be very hesitant about backing either of them, to be honest. I, I know they've got all the talent in the world, but I just think this course um, throws up so much danger. We saw how the leaderboard changed yesterday. Yeah. In fact, only one player um, was within one of the lead um, that's still on the, in the leaderboard at the moment, in the top five. Um, so John Ram and Scott Scheffler, uh, you know, you know, just one or two back. I just couldn't be taking the three or four to one on this course. Um, yeah, I would, ra- I would rather just yeah take my chances on someone further down the leaderboard. I got Fitzpatrick at the start of the week at thirty to one, so I'm going to be pulling for him today. But <laughs> as you say, John Ram only one shot back, three under. He won the US Open last year at Tory Pines, and we saw him, you know. His game has been a little bit ropey, but he's always the favourite every single week. We saw him win at the Mexico Open at Vedanta. And of course, he's lurking in a major. Again, another name that we expect to see up there when it comes to these big events. Yeah, if there is any slip up from the front two, uh, who are obviously you know less experienced than him, if there is any slip up, then, then John Ram's waiting in the wings. <laughs> I think it's it. I think it's interesting, like you said, that you know his game hasn't perhaps been as strong as, as it sometimes is. He's been strong off the tee this week, but his, his iron play and you know his, his play around the greens hasn't been, you know, maybe the usual John Ram standard. Um, but he has found the putter, and the putter's been working for him this week. Um, and I, I kind of like John Ram better chasing than, than leading. So you know, if there, if there is a slip up from the front two, I think John Ram is poised to to pounce. Okay. And then we'll, we'll t- get some more names from you guys in the top 10. But just looking at the other big ones, of course, world number one, Scotty Scheffler on two under. Um, at one point yesterday, I mean, it was, well, John Ram um, kind of blew it on 18 with a, a double bogey because he was at five under par. And Scheffler, he kind of blew up out of nowhere yesterday. So he's fallen back to two under. And then we have Rory at one under, probably the most frustrating one on Saturday because... I mean, I had Rory as my favourite at the start of the week. And yesterday it was just, he couldn't get a putt to drop. <laughs> you must have watched a different round to me, Dan. Talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Rory McIlroy. I, I, I was astonished that he stayed in the competition. I know, I know. All, all credit to him, because I think Rory a couple of years ago um, would, wouldn't be in this event anymore. He would be two or three over par. Um, but all credit to him, he's hung in there and he even admitted he didn't have his best stuff. Um, yesterday but I just think he can't play worse than he did yesterday and uh, I fully expect him to make his final round charge that we, we so often see at the majors 
Mm. Um, with Scheffler, he's going to take a lot to bounce back from um, the position he got himself in. But he does seem like he is the kind of guy that just he's, he can bat things off quite easily. Not, nothing really bothers him, does it? Mm-hmm. Um, so we tipped up Scheffler at seven to one um, yesterday. He was our only outright play. And uh, yeah, I was laughing away, thinking, oh, this is, this is going to be an easy victory for us here. But it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> but yeah, his approach play is that good. But I, I still don't feel like he's firing on all cylinders, Scheffler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be happy, yeah, happy not to pop up on him today. OK, so any of those other big names, are you tipping any of them today? We're actually looking a bit further down the leaderboard uh, today. Uh, but, but just before we go on to that, I think it's maybe worth saying that the wind uh, is forecast to be a little bit less than it was yesterday. Um, and that might suit uh, you know, someone like McElroy, um, especially if there's, there's the possibility of maybe a light shower in the morning. Um, and if the greens are softened up and there's not much wind, then you know that plays right into to Rory's hands, doesn't it? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what conditions are like, how it pans out through the day. Um, and if the wind doesn't come as forecast, we could well see a charge from Rory. Um, especially, he has, you know, he had, does seem to be putting reasonably well this week. Um, certainly in the first two rounds, he, he was excellent with the putter. Um, so interesting to see how that plays out. But you know, I, I think that we're looking a little bit further down the leaderboard. As Neil mentioned, we've already got some good positions in terms of Zalatoris and Scheffler uh, on the board already. We've got interest pre-event on Sam Burns uh, as well at a nice price. So, you know, we've got three names in there who, who can all going to give us a run for the money in the outright uh, winner market. I think there's two names further down the leaderboard uh, from an each way perspective who I think are possibly a bit of value today. Uh, and, and that's two players in the group at one over par. Um, now, it might seem like, you know, five shots is a lot to make up. Um, but, you know, we've seen uh, in the last couple of days that leaders can can easily drop shots here. Um, and, and we could well see a player from further back post the score. Mm. You know, like the 18th hole is causing problems. Uh, it certainly did yesterday with Ram uh, having a double bogey and a couple of others dropping shots like Fitzpatrick. So, you know, if one of these guys from, you know, plus one, maybe even plus two, shoots a low score and, and posts a score and just waits for the others, you know, to maybe capitulate on the back nine, that's where we could see some value. Um, so, so the one of them is, is Gary Woodland, who's there at plus one. 200 to 1, he's available at this morning uh, and you can get him with three each way places. Uh, Gary's, be, Gary's been exceptional off the tee this week. He actually leads uh, the field in strokes gained off the tee. Um, and, and if it wasn't for a poor second round, he would actually he, he'd be much closer to the lead you know, than he was, than he is. Um, he's had two 69s uh, and a second round of 73. So if you just really, you know, set that aside for a second, you can see that it's first in his third round. You know, he's got the potential to, to shoot a low score. Um, and at 200 to 1 with each way places, I think that's a reasonable, reasonable bet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you said you had one more at plus one. Please, please make my dreams come true and tell me it's Denny McCarthy. <laughs> it's not Denny McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Seamus Power. Seamus Power is the other one. Uh, we like it 200 to 1. Um, another player who, um, you know, certainly capable of posting a low score. He won at Barbasol last year when coming from off the pace, albeit it wasn't quite as much as five shots. It was only three shots on that occasion. But he obviously has a track record of, of coming from off the pace. Mm-hmm. What I like about Seamus is that the last couple of majors have been progressive. So he was 27th at the Masters, and then he was ninth last time out at the PGA Championship. Um, so he's a player that is constantly improving, and he's probably getting to that stage now where he believes he can compete um, for a major. And I think that if you're getting 200 to one each way on Seamus to post a low final round, I think that's worth taking. 
Okay. Been good with the partner, good with the approach play, just needs to keep it on the fairway and he's got a chance. And as you say, you know, five strokes in any tournament is a bit of a deficit that you may overlook. But when it comes to a US Open and then when you see that Morikawa, who was leading yesterday, shot seven over and really put himself right out of it. I mean, anything can happen here. It's going to be interesting to see how they set up the course today. Um, Neil, Danny McCarthy had the low round of Saturday, though. I mean, he made the most of moving day. It has to be noted. Yeah, and he's not over it. And uh, Denny McCarthy's not really in contention at the moment, so that's probably where he's going to do his best work. <laughs> so yeah, that, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anyone off backing any of these guys at plus one and plus two. You're getting massive odds on these guys this morning from two hundred to one, like Duncan said, ranging to four hundred to one, and some of them, I think, Denny McCarthy's around about three hundred. Wow. Um, but no, Will Zalatoris was four shots off the lead um, yesterday. Not just one guy, he was four shots behind two players. So there's absolutely no reason why someone can't post a two or three under target, um, especially with a little bit less wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, these guys at the top, they, they're, they're amazing players, but they've not done it yet. So some, you never know. What you about- have to look back at the PGA Championship yeah. you know, last month. Like JT came from way off the pace, didn't he? So it's not, it's not unthinkable. Yeah. And what about Keegan Bradley? Obviously, uh, another former major champion, and he's looking at two under after a great Saturday. He's a, he's a local guy, so the crowd were completely on his side yesterday. And that ovation that he got when he was walking up eighteen, you could just see the smile on his face. I saw his interview after the round. I'm sure you guys did as well. And he seems to be beaming with confidence and really raring to go in this final round. What what do you make of Bradley, and what odds are you seeing for him? Um, so Bradley, as I'm just looking now, he is 16 to 1. Okay. Um, yeah, it was brilliant to watch, wasn't it? Um, I think from a neutral point of view, if you don't have a bet on, Bradley is the one that we'd all love to go on and see win. You, you can just imagine that that reception on the 18th green he would get. <laughs> um, I've just got my concerns with Bradley um, in contention when it really comes to it. Um, you know, he led uh, with the Wells Fargo and lost out to Max Homer. He didn't produce his best stuff there. Um, and and again, I I just feel like it means quite it means almost too much to him. I feel like he's going to put a lot of pressure on himself to do well. He says he's been thinking about this event for for you know five six years since it was um, it was um, put on the rotor. Um, so I just think yeah, I'd love him to go well, and it would be brilliant to see. But I just I just feel if it really comes to it. Um, he could throw in a bogey or two when it matters. Yeah, and we saw that was coming down the stretch of the Players' Championship back in March as well. So, I think the thing to say about him as well is that he started really slowly on the front nine in the last couple of days. I think he's been three over par for the first six holes um, for the last you know last two days. Um, so, if you did want to bet on Bradley, it might be prudent to maybe wait and see how he gets past those first six holes. Yeah. You know, if he plays them in, in level par or one under, for example, mm-hmm. um, he's been playing the back nine really well the last couple of days. So, if he can somehow get through those holes, he doesn't seem to like get through them. You know, in a reasonable score, he maybe want to back and play if, if he's still a decent price. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at the guys at plus one, Gary Woodland and Seamus Power. And then do you guys have a parlay that we're going to have for the final round of the US Open? No parlay today, but Neil's got a special, I think, that he's, he's oh. reasonably keen on. Okay. Yeah, well, we've just been talking about the guys a bit, a bit further back. Um, I'm not sure he can get a top three finish, so I'm not really looking at him from the each way. But I think Minwoo Lee, who is at plus two, mm could be an outside chance to get a top five finish. 
obviously the, the, the front three in the market are looking pretty strong at the moment. So just a, a little bit of insurance with the top five finish. You can get 50 to one on that. Um, and Min Woo is a very, very solid um, wind player. Um, and he's improved every round this week. Um, so he's went 73, 70, 69. And just one little quirky stat. The last time Matt Fitzpatrick jointly led a tournament after 54 holes, who was the winner? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Min Lee at the Scottish Open. Um, so no, no, that that probably doesn't mean much. But I just think he is he is he's a very progressive player. He's coming on to a good game, and he's not that far off a top five finish. He's four shots back, and he could post a score at massive odds. Okay, it's not always a, it's not always a trend where every time Min Lee uh, wins uh, a tournament that Min Woo does really well uh, following on afterwards. I'm sure there's some kind of trend that kicks about like that. Basically, we're talking, yeah, and it's <laughs> kind of like voodoo trends. Um, I saw a great one this week when Curtis Strange won the US Open at Brookline at the Country Club in 88. He had two wins on the PGA Tour that season and the last win had come two starts before the US Open. So if you want to back that trend, Sam Burns is your man. No, fingers crossed for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So, so are you you're um, hoping for Fitzpatrick and we are hoping for anyone but Fitzpatrick basically. yeah exactly well I had um, at the start of the week Fitzpatrick and McElroy I also had Brian Harmon for a top 10 so I'm hoping that he can move up a little bit he was right in contention fell back a bit yesterday so um, we just need to creep up to a top 10 but the guy that I don't have any money on who I would love to see do it is Joel Damon and I'm sure I'm not the only one to say that because he's just the most likeable character and um, he's minus one right now so T7 um, only three shots back but I would love to see just a final charge from Damon this Sunday he, he must be infuriating to be on because I think he's leading greens in regulation this yeah, week so, um, certainly very high but every time he comes on TV you just see him miss every single putt um, so you would just be tearing your hair out if you're on Damon <laughs> at the moment but you need to find something with the putter today <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. And if Saturday was anything to go by, we're going to have a very exciting end to the US Open at the Country Club. Thank you.